0: Hello and welcome back to episode eight, would you believe it?
1: Of It's Been a Week. It has been a week, as always, Jack. I think you jinxed me last week with your bed bug story. This because is gross. we had our first head lice instance in our house. We've never had it with we have escaped until mm. now.
0: And It's been a week (laughs) full of lice. Actually makes me feel like scratching my head, to be honest. Um, And you got them as well, which I thought that was unusual. I thought just the kids usually got them. Oh, no. We
1: all had them. (laughs) We have done so many treatments. I'm surprised there is any hair left on anyone's head in our house. But fingers crossed,
2: they're gone.
0: Well, fingers crossed for us all in this room right now that they are gone. (laughs) Um, I've got coloured hair and apparently... Um, because obviously my hair is bleached to within an inch of its life. Apparently they don't live in coloured hair because it's basically straw and they look at it and think, there's nothing for me to eat here, I'm yeah, off. Um, so um, yeah, I um, should be okay. Pop to the next head. <laughs> you need some more bleach in your hair. Um, hey, this week we're going to chat about working from home and also the Super Bowl um, and whether or not people in Melbourne have taken the day, day off. It seems like it's becoming more and more popular. Uh, we're going to look at power prices and also brown low betting and some restrictions that are being put in place there
1: and an Australian girls' school who's banned footy, which I Mm. am quite interested in myself, having two boys. Another trailblazing female being really honest about the modern-day juggle and also my friend Mm. Harry
0: and the upcoming coronation. And no surprise, once again, we disagree. Um, But let's get started and let's take a look now working from home and the move there. But before we do, I want to touch on the Super Bowl. Sam, I know you're a fan of the Super Bowl, aren't you?
2: I am. I I watch it. I watch the NFL season all year. Yeah, I've got like a fantasy football and all that stuff. Really? So you're
0: right into it. Right
2: into it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the last five years.
0: I tune in every year just for the main event and also for the halftime show, obviously, which I think a lot of us um, wanted to see. And Rihanna was amazing. But, I did want to touch on the Melbourne guy who caught the ball. I got sent this vision um, and it is the best. So he's behind the goal and he literally marks the ball. And this is a huge thing because if you keep this ball, it can be worth a lot of money. Sure. Well,
2: that was the winning kick to put them in front. Yes. Um, So the Kansas City went up with that kick and he marks the ball and I'm pretty sure he's allowed to keep it. He is. Oh,
0: yeah. And if you look online, like, the, the bidding war for, for the winning ball would be huge. So um, well done to him. Uh, but the Super Bowl becoming more popular here. But in America, a record 18.8 million people huge. either missed work sick or just chose to stay at home for the day. Did you watch it? I did. And funnily enough,
1: I was working from home yesterday. Yes. I do a 50-50 split yep. since the COVID, pandemic, you know, since the pandemic. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I am actually much Mm. more productive working at home than I am in the office. I think that's down to a few things. Less distractions, Mm. less sort of office gossip. I mean, I have a PR agency, so there's (laughs) always little things going on. Um, However, in contrast, my business partner, she hates working from home.
0: Are her kids at home all the time? No, they're
1: at Mm. school, both of them. But she just doesn't find herself as productive and she really enjoys the socialisation. Our younger staff also prefer to work from home.
0: Well, this is a thing now, isn't it, with younger people just basically saying, this is how I want to work, I want a flexible workplace. And if you don't like it, Mm -hmm. I'll go somewhere else. I've never been able to work from home. Being on TV, I MC a lot and I do radio. None of Mm -hmm. these things are able to be done from home. Um, but a recent survey found that 50% of workers um, said they would prefer to quit their job if it required them to be yeah. in the office full time than if they weren't allowed yeah. to work from home. And yeah. that's half the workforce. I believe it though. I
1: think for any business or company mm. or, or office, you know, people should be given a choice now. Gone are the days where you can expect people to sit at a desk inside, mm. a lot of the time with no natural light from 9 until 5.30, five days a week. For flexibility for parents, yep. it just doesn't work like that anymore.
0: It's actually there's not much that's positive that's come out of the pandemic. But one thing is mm. is having that flexibility and also maybe you mentioned the 9 to 5 model. You know, say you do have to go into the office but you might prefer to go in at, say, 6 a.m. and finish at 2 so you mm. can pick up your kids. What's your office like?
2: Uh, I do a blended. So I work yeah. in the office about three days and then from home two days and I reckon there's a fair few that would do the same. I think, as Alicia said, Mm -hmm. employers probably have to offer it now because we
0: get a lot of emails from you saying you're out of the office yeah, and on leave. I'm on
2: shoot. <laughs> I'm a producer. Uh, in fact, I'm, on last a, I'm, week, I'm out on film shoots. You okay, are guys. Always,
0: o o oh. Okay, let's switch it out of power. Alicia, you wanted to talk about power prices and how Victorians are having it tougher it's, than most. It's just one thing after the other. You know, every week we are being slammed with the
1: cost of something else going up. With food, you can either avoid that food or maybe substitute it for something else. And that is happening with a a lot of things. Mm. With power, we we all need it. Mm. So it's something that we just have to face. So we have to either budget tighter than we all are, which for a lot of people is impossible. It, They're already it, it actually is impossible. But there's been some new stats that have come out that have said Victorians are now going to be paying $500 more a year for power than any other state. So all of the other states are going to be paying around $100 more. But we are going to be paying five times that. And apparently, it's because Victorians use more energy per household than any other state. I just don't if I believe that.
0: Well, I wonder if it's because of the weather, right? So if you go higher up, you don't need to run the heater in winter unless you're in Tassie. And in Tassie, there are fewer people. But so there are more Victorians that are needing to use their heater, which would suggest that maybe that's why we pay more because it's so expensive. But to But South run a heater Australia in winter. is freezing
1: and places like Brisbane and, and Sydney, you know, Sydney... May not be scorching hot as Brisbane is but it's very muggy there so people do like to use air conditioners a lot
0: yeah I think I think it might I think the weather would have play a factor it is interesting though isn't it and how do people come up with that extra money yes. and even today Nab said that you know we can expect three more rate oh. rises to come so you're going to have that extra You've got to find that extra money and then you've got to find money for power prices as well. It's just – it's so tough at the moment, isn't it? Um, Another topic that's been in the news this week is sports betting and in particular the Brownlow medal. Obviously, if you're in an AFL state, you'll be fully across this one. But um, there was an issue last year where an umpire was caught allegedly involved in suspicious betting in matches that he was officiating and he was accused of sharing information about Brownlow votes. So now they're looking at whether or not some of those markets should be outlawed. So they're subject to perhaps Mm. um, interference, whereas perhaps you'll be able to bet on the Brownlow winner, but you won't be able to do your three, two, one votes. I used to host the Brownlow actually. I love it. The red carpet. I love the event. I love tracking where my favorite players were going. um, And, but... I'm not a – I don't gamble. Mm. Um, I think I have $5 a year on the Melbourne Cup mm. if I'm at the races. But my husband is in racing and he is very much – it's it's not only part of his yeah. – he enjoys it but it's also part of his actual job. Like he literally reads out odds that's part of his job. I don't love the betting industry um, and I do think with sports betting in particular, um, AFL, it's ubiquitous now and it does worry mm. you about your children. I think everything
1: is fine in moderation, mm. but I think with sports betting, it often becomes a problem, especially for men. It really does. And then in turn, it becomes a problem for their families mm. and for their children. From a PR point of view, I think it does also have a stigma attached to it, which you, you've you mm. just explained there yourself. I also do think that the advertisers are out there to make money, I mean, as all advertisers mm. are, but especially to target these vulnerable people who are addicted. And I think that's where it gets really, really dangerous and people are taken advantage of.
0: It was interesting, RMIT released a study just last weekend and it looked at WhatsApp groups. Uh, Sam, are you in any WhatsApp groups for betting? Because no. my husband's in a lot, actually. No,
2: the only time I'll have a bet is say if I'm at a bucks party or something like that, and well, they yeah. wanna chuck <laughs> oh, on tell and, us and, more. and they and <laughs> wanna chuck on, say, like a little punters club or yep. whatever. Yep. That's basically it. I don't have a like an app or anything yeah.
0: like that. So what this study looked at was WhatsApp groups which sort of sprung about through the pandemic as a way for men in particular to connect with their friends and they'd start betting because there was nothing else to do, right? And they look at that almost as though it's targeted advertising for you. You can get free bets in your account. That type of advertising, um, digital marketing specifically on your phone where it's made for you um, rather than huge sports Mm. ads at grounds, which is less targeted to an individual person. And they sort of found that... Actually, that can even be more harmful when it's specifically targeted to you than this mass saturation of, of gambling. But there are different opinions on both sides. But I think that that digital
1: marketing targeting—that's what I'm mm. saying. You know, the more you gamble, the more ads you get.
0: The mm. more you keep gambling, mm. the more money you lose, and that's, that's right.
1: where it is a problem.
0: I was surprised to read that 948 gambling ads were broadcast daily in Victoria yeah. in 2021, um, and the inquiry has looked at the reaction to children Mm. and gambling and said that some children can now identify gambling companies by their bright colours and the jingles that they use, which, again, mm, I think when it comes to kids it doesn't sit well with me. Well, and I think what, you know, the stats you just
1: gave about it being on the TV, Mm. I mean... Children are watching watching the the TV, TV. so Mm. it's a huge problem.
0: And staying on our sporting theme now, Mm. today we're recording this on Tuesday. Peter Boll, he's an Aussie Olympian. He's also the 800-metre Australian record holder. Um, He tested positive in his first sample that he Mm. gave um, recently to EPO, which obviously performance enhancing. Um, and he, from the very beginning of this, maintained his innocence, but it became public. It was a huge story. It was on the front page of the paper. Yeah. Today his B sample has returned and it's negative. Yeah. So they take the B sample because it has a higher grade of yeah. testing. This is a guy who's come out there. He was Western Australian, Young Australian of the Year, was supposed to go to Canberra mm. to be in the running for Young Australian of the Year. That was all cancelled. had sponsorships with Adidas, with long genes, with boost vitamins, all of those were in jeopardy. And it's come back that actually his B-sample is negative. There's a huge problem here with Mm. the testing.
1: I understand they take one, the second one takes longer because it is more um, concentrated, but there should not be a, a... an outcome released mm.
0: until both tests have come And there back. isn't really supposed there to be. There isn't. The yeah.
1: test sample A was leaked apparently. But, again, that shouldn't and happen. And it happens all the time. It, he's it not shouldn't. the first
0: person that that's happened to.
1: It's He's 100% not the first person, but that's what I'm saying. There mm. is a problem there with the testing. Um, the problem also is that this person who now is seen as, as guilty mm. in people's eyes mm. never was. Mm. So... All of a sudden, his brand that he's strived to, you know, mm. build up over the years, and we we have a bit of a saying in PR: you can take it can take a decade to create a great mm. reputation, but a second, second to break it. Yeah, and and that's what happens in this situation, to no fault of his own. I think there will be a lot of sympathy for yep. him. Um, I don't think it's been too long in between tests, so mm. I don't think. I actually don't think
0: he lost any major sponsors. No, but I think the Australian of the Year thing it possibly cost him that opportunity. Yeah. And also, you put someone on the front page of the paper as a drug cheat. Yeah. People remember that. Oh. And do you reckon he'll be on the front page tomorrow, as though he's been acquitted? Because no, I doubt he will. Be. Absolutely, you never not. quite get the the positive story. Never gets the coverage that the negative story gets. But I think it was a really good, uh, um, a really good example there of someone who. Being an athlete, it's really hard to get a profile, mm-hmm. especially in athletics. In Australia, yeah. we look at swimmers and we look at football players, but when it comes to track and field athletes, mm-hmm. it's far harder for them to get those types of big sponsorships, yeah. and as you say, so easy to lose them. He and prob- it will take time.
2: He probably is the next big big thing as well in yeah. Australian athletics. So he's sort of that next generation of, of mm-hmm. pin up guys. Yeah. So it's it's great that he's been cleared. But yes. as you said, Alicia, people are always going to look at pictures and think, oh, that was mm-hmm. the guy that got yeah. caught the first of time. Of course,
1: and they may not have read as you say t- that it's tomorrow it's not going to be news. If they Mm. didn't read it today, you know, a lot of people miss things like that. So yeah, time is of the essence here, I think.
0: Um, And you wanted to look at a story about concussion and football out of Sydney. Yeah. So this week a girls school in
1: Sydney announced it was banning its students from playing Australian football. Mm. Now they said their main reason for this was fear of concussions and long-term brain injuries. Queenswood Girls School is actually no stranger to Australian football. One of their students was the first ever, was named as the first ever number one Mm. AFLW draft pick. So they have got a lot of experience playing the sport. The principal, Elizabeth Stone, said, we loved, and I love this this little Mm. quote, we Mm. loved everything about AFL. Except for the risk of trauma to the brain, Ugh. I mean, what a statement! And some AFLW stars did come
0: out yeah. and announce their disappointment. I can see why they this. did. Yeah, it, it actually makes. I find this. I struggle with this story because yeah. um, I remember growing up. In the eighties and being banned, I love footy. I always wanted to play footy, and I remember going out and kicking the footy with the boys and having teachers in grade six come out mm-hmm. and say, "Get off the oval, girls don't play football." Mm-hmm. And anyone from my generation will will tell you stories just like that. We were yeah. not allowed to play Aussie Rules football growing up, and now my daughter, she's about to turn six. She plays. This will be her second season of Oz Kick, mm-hmm. and she loves it. And I just think any there's no I ha- this is a girls' school that's banning yes. this. So, where are the boys' schools? Yes. Like, I well, hate this story. So, as a ma- I have two Ooh. sons, as
1: you know. Yes. And they are seven and eight, and they are now footy obsessed. So, they've passed the Oz kids' mm. stage. They're actually playing in proper teams. Yep. And honestly, I go there on a Sunday morning and it. it hurts to watch them. Really? Because they're already so into it with mm. the tackles and then the head knocks and that sort of thing. It's it's all happening and they're seven and eight. And I am already nervous about watching them when they're 12 and 13 and, and 16 really? and
0: 18. It's Shocking. Oh. But this is the sport. Well, I, I tend just to think all sport that kids play is a risk. I mean, you can play cricket and get, I mean, they you know, play
1: that, but I don't get the same feeling. They play basketball, they play tennis. I just don't get the same feeling as when I watch them on a muddy field and they are going at it.
0: Oh, well, see, I quite, I quite like it. I just think, you know, you can play a lot of sports that are contact sports like boxing. Um, and obviously my Mm. kids do horse riding, which is an incredibly dangerous sport, and you can really get yourself, um, you know, she wears a vest when she plays that. Mm. But um, there are a number of AFL footballers. There's obviously issues there with concussion and long-term brain injuries. Mm. But the thing that doesn't sit well with me about this story is the fact that it's a girls' school banning it because, once again, it comes back to the thing like, Women can't play contact sports because we are more frail or we are more likely to be concussed, which is just not true. Children are children as Mm. well. Anyway, you've spoken to an expert about it. So
1: we've spoken to leading paediatrician, Dr Daniel Golcheski, about wearing helmets.
2: The jury's out from a research point of view about whether or not helmets help protect against head injury. When it comes to the football field, there are some who think that having a a helmet on actually adds weight to the head, which makes it potentially more dangerous with a whiplash type head injury. And you've also got the school of thought that suggests that when a child wears a helmet, they feel somewhat invincible and tend to go harder head first, which is the the method of attack in American football. So it's a very confusing space and uh, and we don't have uh, terrific guidelines on this matter.
1: So, Jack, I found it really interesting because that's one thing in my mind that I'd sort of tossed up as well to my Mm. husband. I'd said, you know, would I feel – do you think I would feel better if maybe they wore some headgear? But he's saying it could actually have the opposite effect. So
0: So in in Sam's favourite sport, the NFL, um, there is a whole thing. I mean, there's a famous – a number of famous – and a recent case where um, one of the players actually had a heart attack on the field. But um, the way that they're padded up, Mm. AFL's always resisted that for that very reason that the the head vibrates. Yeah. um, against yeah. the, the helmet. And when you look at players like Paddy McCartan, they wear the um, specialist the helmet, difference. which is kind of more soft yeah. and comes around um, because he's had issues with concussion. Yeah. Um, but it's what do you think?
2: I think it's all about now. There's so much more information about it. And about how you tackle. Or how you tackle, but if you are concussed, you know, you're not just playing the next week. You're you're taking a month off if you have mm. to. You've got to mm. have those preventative measures. Or well, the concussion rule. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So... I think now there's more information than ever, but I still think there is plenty more to learn Uh, with it.
0: I agree. I still think it's a huge, huge problem. There's a long-term study that they're doing into AFL players. Like you've got players from the 90s like John Barnes who have significant head issues. But as I said about this story, it's not so much the concussion thing that bothers me. It's a Mm. girl's school coming out and say girls are too prim and proper or fragile yeah. to play sport and I just it's, really, I, I would fair. actually, I'd be borderline pulling my kids out yeah. of that school if I, if I was there and they wanted to play footy I'll find a school that lets them play. Um, and we're talking about women again. Yes. And you're this, going to talk about one of your favourites,
1: Pink. This week, pop singer Powerhouse mm. Pink. She announced her first ever Australian stadium yes. tour next year. But the way that she announced Mm. it, I personally loved. So she didn't just sort of come out and do what everyone else does and say, I'm doing this amazing tour and buy some tickets. She went, she sort of walked us through how she sat down with her family, specifically her children, Mm. and said to them, if you don't want me to do this and if you don't want time apart from me, Mm. I won't do it. And I just thought, you know what? Good on her. In this yes. day and age, we talk about the struggle, the juggle, yes. the this, the that. You know, it has does have such it has an impact on us, but our children it has such an impact on. And in the end, her daughter said to her, mm. "Absolutely not, mum. I I want you to go and I want you to do it." And I just thought, what a mm. great story.
0: I love it. Um, but I'd also say she's lucky to be in a privilege where she can ask her kids if she wants to work yes. because so many people can't. Can they? That you know we. We all have to go to work because yeah, we but need I think to end a
1: living. It is lovely. away from the family. She's yeah. not sort of going to work and coming home, and going to work and coming home. And she's so. always
0: been very family focused, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, she's, she's got how many
1: kids? She's got a couple of kids. She's got two. Two. Yeah. yeah. She's brilliant.
0: And speaking of families oh, and family oh, focus, yes. your favorite topic. Um, so King Charles's coronation is coming up, and there are reports that Harry is going to be invited. Mm. Um, Apparently if you get invited by King Charles, you aren't just invited, you're commanded to Mm. attend. So this is something that if you're someone who's from England or from part of the Commonwealth, um, if the king tells you to do something, apparently Mm. you're still supposed to do it. Well, as we know, Harry makes his own rules. (laughs) I personally don't
1: think he's going to go. Oh, I think he is. I, I don't think he will. That's his style, just to annoy and embarrass his, his oh.
0: family. <laughs> no, no, no. I think he'll go. What because do
1: you think, Sam?
2: No, I think it'd be too awkward now. Awkward? It? Don't you think? For like he's just go. come out, yeah, to him Exactly. To go. No, but, but I,
0: I don't oh, think Sam, she'll be necess- on my side for once.
2: He's come out with Netflix documentary, yeah? a book. Oh,
0: yeah. But if he doesn't go, he does look like he's got sour grapes. So Charles has kind of almost look put the like. book back, well, Charles has almost put the ball back in his court now. We're like, you are invited back into the fold. So if you don't come now, that's on you. Whereas most people thought that the royal family probably wouldn't invite him. So now it's actually a very smart move, I think, by them to say, please, you're oh. welcome. And now he has to go, yeah, this is, and this is almost like a rapprochement of, you know, uh, we we are um, like an icebreaker, we're going to invite oh, it's you. It's a PR strategy, 100%. Yeah. But, so I think he has to come now. Um, and I think he will. I don't think he will. And it's his dad. And But I do like to think if he does come, will he be in the cheap seats? I will be in uh, the crap ones up the back by the toilet. <laughs>
2: okay. Like you can't, you know, out of public he view. He might be mic'd up for Netflix.
1: Yeah, well, of course. He'll I, write another book about I it. I think they've Long got that pound, to of, it. pound
0: of flesh out of that by now. So you've got a really good embarrassment yes, of the week. I love this one. I do. That's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> so, Jack. This week
1: I went in to get my anti-wrinkle injections. I'm not embarrassed about needing a little extra help to stay looking youthful as we get older. Yep. So as I'm walking out, the waiting room was empty except for one person. (laughs) He was sitting there with a hat, sunglasses, and his head down looking on his phone. So instantly as I walked out, I thought, okay, this guy sort of doesn't want to be here. Mm. He doesn't want to be seen. And it was a little odd seeing a man in in the waiting room. As I got closer and closer, I thought, "Oh my goodness, I know this guy." Did you say
0: hi? He
1: <laughs> was—he looked up at me. He saw me. I saw him. I wasn't embarrassed because, as hey! I say, I—he <laughs> stood up. He was beetroot red, and it was a very, very good girlfriend's husband. And did you say hello? 100%. I yes. him a kiss. Hi. Oh, fancy seeing you. And did he say, I'm just here to get a facial or was he like? He alone? could not even speak. Oh. <laughs> and then the doctor called his name as I was walking out. Hi. And then about half an hour later, I got a text from his wife saying, XXX is very embarrassed. I bought him
0: the voucher for Christmas. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Is he going to be listening to this? We should get him on. 100%. Yes. Out him. Um, But no, I actually like a bit of manscaping. Can't imagine you're a Botox guy.
2: Not yet. Not yet. I'm still pretty youthful, I hope. How I mean, old are you? I'm 28. Yeah. I mean, so, this
0: guy's so. in his 50s, right? Yeah. So he's,
2: yeah. he's
1: going to look great. Was, yeah. But how funny that we had our appointments at the same time. Yeah. So in about six months, it's going to be time You get to see him again. all the time. We might
0: just always I reckon connect. he'll be changing um, clinics maybe think, so he doesn't have to bump I into you again. So. Um, I think so. was made me think about when I've bumped into people that you don't want to. It's a similar thing. I got one of those facials called skin needling and your face goes... When I say red, yeah. it's like tomato red. Yeah. And then where they don't do around your, your eyes, eyes, that stays white. So, like, I've come home and the kids, George has got a bit like teary, gut. like, what happened to mum? You know, <laughs> um, I look like an actual lobster. And I bumped into one of Michael's work colleagues who was up for a long chat in the street. And oh. I thought, oh, just go and get some sushi. No one will be there. And they're like, hi. We're standing in the queue and I'm just there going, I just want to die. Can I, just, can I go now, I please? I can imagine. Yeah. I
1: always used to have a little thing after my kids were born where I just want to go to the supermarket Can't to you escape. Anyone. I just would go late at night and mm. I just would not want to see anyone because, you know, I had a new newborns and you just wanted that me time, which was yep. at the supermarket, which, which is insane. But every time mm. I would bump into someone I know. Yes.
0: yes, And it, it just happens. It's just the irony of life, I think. It's true. Um, keeping to our beauty theme today, uh, that's not on this week. You've got
2: to be joking. This, this is not on. on. It's not on.
0: In eyebrows. Um, they're back. And I- let me tell you. That is not on. As someone who plucked theirs to oblivion throughout the 90s, um, I will regret it for the rest of my life. I remember my mother saying to me, don't pluck your eyebrows, you'll regret it. Now I get them tattooed. I have to be really good with the eyebrow pencil. Um, I look at my wedding photos and I think, why did I not colour them in? They're just like two invisible little lines. But do you think
1: we're going to look back in about –
0: 15 years and go, why did we have such thick No, eyebrows? because you know who I think looks a mate? Brooke Shields and her massive oh, eyebrows. Yes. It's like iconic, right? Yes. And it's from the true. 80s to today. That's just naturally beautiful. Yeah. Please. But ours aren't natural. <laughs> no, because we've <laughs> plucked them. Um, but Bella did, and all of the top fashion houses, she's done it. And they're sort of leading this charge as part of a 90s revival, um, which also got me thinking about the low-rise jeans, the hipsters, um, and Bettina Liana. I remember being at uni and you'd save up and they were like $200 and it was a huge expense to go and get these hideous jeans that – um, after having two kids, it would just be like, oh t- no, I just have a muffin over no. the top. <laughs> Even if they come back, I mean, I've had three, so I'm <laughs>
1: definitely not wearing them.
0: No, but um, we
1: thought it could be fun yes. to do our top five this week. What, what are yours? Was the best thing to come out of the '90s. So number one, without a doubt, yes. Spice Girls. Love them. Number two, Destiny's Child. <laughs> number three, Boys to Men and Mariah Carey. Released an amazing song, One Sweet Day. Yes, it's I know. Actually, it. the second oh. longest running top chart song in history.
0: Yep. Number four, playing Snake on your phone. Because there was nothing else. There was nothing else. <laughs> it was the Nokia, was it the 32? Three, two, 3210. Oh, yeah. So satisfying. The flip phone, the Ericsson flip phone as well. And number five, flashback to last mm. week, Baywatch. Icons only. Well, yes. that stood the test of time, even if, oh, what? Well, um, Destiny's Child, like Beyonce. I mean, Spice still. girls. Yeah, we Come love on. them. Um, the best thing to come out of the 90s for me was my youth. I'd like oh. to get that back. Um, I enjoyed being young and, you know, lots of fun before I had kids yes. and great. Um Sleep. I used to get a lot of sleep in the nineties oh, because did I didn't have two kids. You remember But back when then you were did young. you sleep? Yes. I, I feel like I took it for granted. Oh no, I just go to bed early. No one would waste time. You go to bed early, just no, Come that's on. true. That is true. Um Law <laughs> and Order, the show. Yeah, that was my favorite. Loved it. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, no tech as well. I thought you look mm. back, it was a simpler time. Yeah. Like we love tech, obviously. I've made my career out of tech. Um, there are pros and cons yes. to that, but that's that simpler time where you used to have to pick up the phone to call someone mm. in your house. But again, that was probably a bad thing when you were dating and your parents, like oh, some boyfriend, would ring through when you'd be yes. like, Yes. Oh, I still person.
1: try and make time on a mm. Sunday to, to call a friend yes. and speak. That's I think nice. it's really important. Yeah.
0: And my last one was JFK and Carolyn Bessette Kennedy and that minimalist style. Like mm. that's back very much it back is. in vogue now and I just love them and I look back and think oh so understated, so cool, so stylish. Yeah. The 90s in many ways other than the eyebrows. Yes. It was a very cool time. As and the low rise.
2: JFK as in
0: John F Kennedy, the president. The son of, Junior. Oh, Junior. junior. Oh, Sam. Oh, well, yeah, Jay I Jay was Junior. I thought he was yeah. shot in like Sam. 1963. <laughs> well, he was. was like, hang on, He's what's son. going on here? Sam. His son. Sam. I should have put the Junior in there for those that. Um, were you born in the 90s? I
2: was 94. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 94. So I can't actually remember <laughs> too much. And that about, about them, wraps right? it up, Yeah, guys. <laughs>
0: well, we're children of the 80s and it was the decade that taste forgot the 80s. So <laughs> yes. it used, at least you, other than the eyebrows, have been born in a very tasteful time. Very tasteful. That does wrap it up. Um, what a shame to once again be told how old we are. Yes, To finish on Sam. that note. Nice Thank reminder. You, Lucky I went for those anti-wrinkles.
2: That's why I'm here. That's why I'm
0: here. Uh, it's been a week. It really has. So once again, we are thrilled to have our great friends at Chemist Warehouse involved in It's Been a Week, Alicia. And I want to start by asking you, are you on TikTok? I am way too old to be on TikTok. <laughs> well, I'm on TikTok, so I know all about this. It's L'Oreal's Telescopic Lift Mascara. Mm-hmm. And... TikTok, for the uninitiated, I'm sure everyone who's listening knows exactly how it works, but things go viral on TikTok Mm -hmm. and they sell out and this is one of those products. And there was this particular American influencer. I actually follow her. She's got a really unusual accent Mm -hmm. and she wears a lot of makeup. She's a beauty influencer. And she got started with this one and it just went crazy. It sold out in chemists right across the US because – apparently, I'm going to give it a go. And if you look on TikTok, it does. It's here, but this is the tip, and this is why we love Chemist Warehouse. Yes, You can actually get it online at Chemist Warehouse. It's not in stores yet. It will be soon, but it's sold out everywhere. But you can get it online. And the reason, I'm going to give this a go without a mirror. So um, let's see how good I am at this. Okay. But it guarantees... That it lengthens. Yes, it's lengthening. And is it working? Yes. I'm, we'll see how good I really am at putting on my makeup. But um, I love a good mascara. I am more into a heavy eye than a pale look. I'm trying to concentrate. I can't. I talk think
1: more. there's no one that doesn't love a good mascara. No. So I'll give that a go, and then yes. you can do
0: another coat later. Um, but oh, it's, it's sold it's out. It's really oh, opened up the eye. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what it looks like. I need a mirror. We actually need a mirror in this studio. No, it really, I feel it's like, like yeah, you'll see it on there. Um, but. You can get it online at Chemist Warehouse. I'm going to give it a go throughout the week, but I feel like the feedback is already good. And I think if it's going to go viral here, yeah. online
1: is the way to go because once you start walking into the stores, mm. there may not be any left. That's
0: right. But you do have something that is available. You've got a I little do. hack too. I've got the mascara hack and you've got the I've beauty hack. I've got the hack. skin hack. Yes. So
1: it's L'Oreal Revitalift Vitamin C Serum. Mm. And who does not love a serum? This is because it has the vitamin C and the vitamin yes. E, it's brightening. So Get on my yes. face. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I'm going to put some on my hands. Yes, well, I'll put it on my face.
0: Um, morning and night, anytime yes. you please. So this one is two times brighter and three times smoother. And I think as we age as well, Oh, I like the dropper. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, I think as we age, one of the things I find is my skin is so dry, Mm. especially under my eyes, and it just soaks it up. And I use a serum now. I'm going to put it over my makeup, which I'm sure I'm not supposed to do, but it feels lovely and it smells lovely. It's non-greasy as well, and Mm. I can already feel that on my hands. So, you know, if it feels beautiful on your hands, it's definitely going to feel beautiful on the skin. And, Alicia, this is L'Oreal's most potent vitamin C. It's got 12% in it. And I think if you're going to use one of these, you want it – to be strong and you want it to work. And you know what? I'm looking at my old hands now that are way too tanned and way too wrinkly and thinking maybe I'll just put this all over my hands as well. And you only need two to three drops because it is so potent. I put a lot more than that on.
1: So it's going to last
0: a long time. The fountain of youth. Give it to me. Yes, we all need it. (laughs) That's
2: right. Gummy.